Hello, and welcome to Kara's Corner. In today's podcast, I'll be discussing a story idea I had a while ago, uh, but because writing books is a lot of work, and it's quite a lot of work to plan it out like an actual author, I didn't do it. I had quite a few ideas, but I would start writing and then lose focus and not want to do it anymore. So I thought maybe I should just go over what I wanted the story to be, and maybe I'll be inspired to write it after speaking about it. Or maybe not. So the first story idea I can remember having was a book called It Was Raining When It Happened. The story would follow two kids, starting at the birth of the girl and the first birthday party of the boy. Then the story would follow them at important milestones in their life, whether they would remember it or not. Each chapter would open with a small bit. When I was writing this, I was like 15 or something, so each bit was like a poem or whatever it would have been called. I want to say poem because they followed a similar pattern, like the first chapter's poem thing was... She was three months old, the thunder shook the crib, the lightning filled the nursery, daddy was drunk, mommy was scared, she was crying, it was raining when it happened. So each poem followed a similar pattern. It would give the age, it would say what the thunder did, what the lightning did, the dad stayed, the mom stayed, and then ended with it was raining when it happened. I only got through two and a half chapters, and I loved writing it, but I wasn't sure where I wanted it to go. The obvious way to go, because we live in a heteronormative society, would be to follow a romantic path, but I wanted to do something different. I wanted them to just be each other's found family, completely platonic, but I wasn't sure how to write that in. So I kind of just gave up because of that. Like I said, it's incredibly hard to write a fully fleshed out story. You have to plan. You can't just write beginning to end if you don't know where you're going. So the first chapter follows the girl's birth, and a few months later, when her parents get into a fight. I wanted to write the girl into a background where she was poor and had abusive parents, not towards her, but towards the mother. Both parents would have nothing but adoration for the child. On the other hand, I wanted to make the boy come from a complete opposite. The parents were perfectly content with each other. They were well off financially, but they couldn't be bothered to care about their child. Looking back on this, I wonder why I wouldn't have made it the other way around. Girls are already discriminated against just for being a girl, and it would have been different if she was in a good place in every aspect except her parents not caring. Whether the boy or the girl was in either position, the main focus was they were not in a great environment and had to find a better one outside of their families. At the end of the first chapter, there was a small bit which a year later when the boy and the girl are having family picnics at the park, and the boy who can walk at this point walks over to the girl's family and the parents meet each other and decide to make playdates, but then the families never contact each other, but that's okay because they meet later. The second chapter begins with a boy and girl at school. Because of the time of the year when they were born, and the girls allowed to start the same year as the boy. Yeah, so they become friends on the second day of school. Then they go home, and the parents are happily surprised when it's the same family they never contacted. They decide to do shared birthday parties, so the class never has to pick between them, and they start a weekly dinner where the kids can play and the adults can talk. The third chapter is a day where the girl is now six going on seven, and her parents begin to fight with each other, so she goes over to the boy's house. They go into the treehouse and it begins to thunderstorm. I didn't end up finishing the third chapter, so I have no idea where it was going from that point on. Another important aspect, which is also challenging to write, was I didn't want any dialogue from the main characters until the very end of the book when they were 18. I wanted to send a message that basically stated that children and minors are often not given anatomy when within their own lives. So while the children are off playing games or planning on running away or listening in their room while their parents fight, they don't get a say in what's going on around them or sometimes with their own bodies and self. For example, a thing kids often deal with is wanting their hair to be a specific style, but oftentimes that style doesn't fit with what the parents want. The kids has to get the hairdo that the parents wanted from them. 
This sends a message to that kid that their body doesn't belong to them. While I disagree with that train of thought, as then I would like it if kids could choose what they'd like and what they wouldn't, I wanted the book to send a message that even in fiction, children are often tools for the world around them. I wanted to write a story that is almost entirely descriptive because I think it would send an interesting message about children's anatomy. Autonomy? Autonomy. This story was one of the first serious stories I came up with. I would think about it constantly. I thought I was so clever about everything I wrote. As I'm reading over what I've written so far, I'm not cringing at what I've written, but I can also see places I can improve the story. If I could do anything different, it would be that I actually ask a child what their thoughts are at school, because I was writing anxiety about making friends into a four-year-old. Four-year-olds can make friends with a brick wall. Sometimes they are mean, but most of the time kids play together nicely. Also, what kind of child leaves their house on their own at age seven? I can understand playing in the backyard by yourself, but walking alone to another house during a thunderstorm when you're seven, I think I'd be terrified for that child. Either way, I can see that I was writing a non-realistic child, which makes it difficult to empathize with those children in the story. I think that's all I have for today, but I like the idea of the story a lot. Thanks for listening. I'll see you on that later.